Uga Buga, Tamanolu, Nanaru, Mamishu, Balali, Mabal. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, Ete General Romero. This is Mali. This is Joey Janela. This is the self-made Savage Cashflow Cambroy. This is MBK Murder by Kicks, Matt Travis. Gentlemen, this is the superhero Monte. This is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, as if you didn't already know, and I'm better than you. This is the Man of Steel, Mike Verna. This is the great and powerful Big O. Green Machine, Mike Orlando. This is Ms. New York. This is Nikki Adams. What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the F Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. Hello, this is Ricochet. Hey, guys, this is Sonia Strong. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. That is right. You are listening to a brand new episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We cut all the bullshit and talk about the weird and wild world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. I am a, I am a very tired and bloated Avenging Ben who has had way too much barbecue and alcohol over the past two days. And with me, as always, is Whole Milk Mike. How you doing, sir? I'm good, and I'm tired as well. And with us is the man who we run out of his law office. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the fastest rising manager and producer in the New York professional wrestling scene. It is the law. Ray Ramundo, how you doing, buddy? Fuck the revival. So, guys, I actually had a really crazy idea. We've been talking about, like, taking this show in a brand new direction, so I had a really crazy idea. Hear me out on this, okay? What if we changed the name of the show to the front row fighting radio show, and then we just did all the same stuff we did now, just under a different name? Ben, what have you, what have you been smoking? I haven't been God, smoking we anything. Need to stop, we need to stop recording long episodes. What, but that, what, what? But guys, but guys, if GCW is GFW has taught us anything, changing your name is all it takes to be successful again, isn't it? Oh, that's what you were going for. Uh, I get it. So Ray, I gotta I ask. I don't get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I don't get it. So Ray, as the one person here who actually bothered to watch Slammiversary, <laughs> somebody should give him a lashing. So you're getting a lashing, boy. Wow. Mike's getting a misting and you're getting a lashing. Ha! I, I am not getting a misting. You you're are getting, getting a misting. You're getting a misting? Choose a color, you Mike. You will like it. Choose you will color. like it. Choose a color, bitch. <laughs> but that's not the point. So, yeah. Gee, let's do Since we're on the subject, let's talk about this garbage. So, for those it who don't... It was a great know, pay-per-view, though. I heard, I heard that actually... Stop lying. It was. Great tag I, action between URFO, Drago, and Hijo del Fantasma. It was a good match. Garza Jr. and Laredo Kid. To be fair, I heard, I actually heard that Slammiversary was not a bad show, but still, just the idea. If you don't know, Slammiversary marked the end of the, of the TNA Impact branding. And now yes. it is officially GFW Impact. Which is weird because it's now GFW Impact Wrestling. 
Which literally you, means they have wrestling twice in the title. Pretty much. Uh, wrestling. God damn it. So, Mike, what are your thoughts on this whole TNA rebranding thing? It's really not rebranding. It's still TNA. You could call it Global Force Wrestling. You could call it AWE. You could call it Fuck Me Silly. <laughs> it's still TNA. I'll use I'll, I'll, I'll use this metaphor. You could take a piece of shit. You can make it look all nice. And you could call it something else. But it's still a piece of shit. Damn, Michael, you know, that's how you really feel. Oh my god. Damn. Just god. What was so the joke? What, what was the joke I made off the air about this? I called it GFW giant fucking waste. That, that's, I feel that's bad because we know that, a lot that, of the guys That's what on the, the GFW stands for. Giant fucking waste. You just, oh, need, to put a, you just need to put a T at the end. To, well, we to like the guys on the roster. Better. Yeah, we giant like. fucking waste of time. That we like the guys that you know what we like the guys at Tier One Wrestling, but you don't see us talking about them. So G One, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no way. They rebranded, and guess what? They're already dead. They're already dead. You ever seen that joke from The Simpsons where Homer is beating up like the Hamburglar and there's the kid who says, stop, stop, he's already dead. Yep. This company was dead, I would say, around 2015. Yeah, no. After the hardest left. No, it was the hardest left. company was dead the minute freaking Russo took over and then left for a while. God damn it, TNA has been shit. For years. No, they were dead when Dix- they made Dixie Carter their top heel. Oh, that was when they were dead. God. Yes. Oh, my God. That was such horseshit. You remember Dix- Dixieland? I remember Dixieland. Do you remember? I remember her one cock eye going to the left and her other eye looking straight. <laughs> God. Oh, oh, my God. Dixie cock eye Carter. God bless you and all the best. That fucking you- woman. <laughs> There's an article in a What Culture magazine called insert person's wrestling crimes here and they did a whole article about dixie carter's crimes against wrestling (laughs) and it's a long article because she did a lot of shit okay so my god uh well before nay it's just like so guys are we so guys pro wrestling oh before we get to that before we get to that mike i just gotta ask so guys does this does this mean that we're gonna start covering gfw on the show one, two, three, no. Finish him. You got the right idea, DJ. Finish it. Finish it now. But let's move I on. I actually want to watch the product. You're they fired. signed ACH. Ray, let's talk about a real product. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, Who I they were going to say David Starr. Who over Fourth of July weekend him ran too. their first show on U.S. soil with their G1 Climax special in the U.S., highlighted by the finals of their IWGP United States Championship Tournament. First of all, uh, how fucking great was uh, was fucking Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr.? That match was fantastic. What? God, that was a technical match. This tournament could have go- couldn't have gone any better. That the match amount of was talent good. in the tournament 
every uh, match in this tournament actually worked. The finals was amazing. The champion deserves it. New Japan it was, knows uh, what it's doing. Like the the the, the, the tournament bracket. It was uh, it was Kenny Omega versus Jay Lethal. Kenny Omega went over, and it was Ishii versus Xavier Junior. Ishii went over, leading to a final match of Kenny Omega versus Ishii, which was a fucking incredible thirty-minute match. Holy shit! Hang on, wait. I mean, and Dave you... Meltzer and Brian Alvarez marked out again. Probably. Yeah, Why did how it... it's on U.S. soil? It's probably a four-star match. Hey, New Japan, we'll suck your dick if you're paying. If you, we'll suck your dick as much as Dave Meltzer does if you pay him what you pay him. Yeah, Hello? you're not gonna listen get, to get, us. Give us that Dave Meltzer money. Give us that damn Dave Meltzer money. We want the Dave Meltzer cash. Have but, you, um, have you guys ever actually seen a picture of what Dave Meltzer looks like? That dude is swole as hell. Yeah, giant fucking ears. He has giant fucking ears like Dumbo. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there's our... Uh, there's the, oh, my God. That is, that is so... What are you and animals today, Mike? I don't Dumbo, know, but let's talk, but let's talk about Shamu, something else. Shamu. Yeah. Oh, 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 you want me to talk about Shamu? No, no. You want me to talk about Shamu? Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Ramundo went, went to the booth today, and everybody in their mind said, Look out! Shamu! <laughs> uh-huh. But what else about the G1 special did you want to talk about, Mike? Uh, they were teasing Bullet Club breakup, specifically oh. with Kenny Omega and Cody. Specifically? Specifically. It's late. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. You started okay. it with the Shamu comment. Oh, you let me pick that joke, bro. That's that's for another discussion. Oh, uh, misting, misting, misting. But, um... <laughs> so, basically, Cody had his match with Okada. He, f- he felt he got fucked over, and Omega was trying to calm him down, and then them two started arguing. And then, I, I feel like they're building to Cody versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. That's where I think they're going to go with this. Because, like, Cody Rhodes uh, and Kenny Omega... Are they going to do that bullshit where Cody Rhodes kicks Kenny Omega out of the Bullet Club and then Kenny goes off to do something else? Well, Kenny Omega's contract is up. Yes, I think they're probably just going to send him to the E. You know, he's you know they're always looking for Kenny. Which, if you think about it, if you think about that, you're probably wondering to yourself, why would they give him the United States Championship? Because it was his idea to come to the U.S. I guess. So you give your United States Championship to a fucking Canadian. WWE did it. Hey, Kevin Owens, how you doing? Hey, Tina could have given their belt to El Hijo de Fantasma. That would have worked. Or Jay Lethal. Or Or El Hijo de Fantasma. Or Ishii. Other wrestling news this week. Uh, for those who don't know, there was a big announcement for WWE 2K18. So for you gaming fans out there, this is going to be cool. Like me. Uh, 2K reveals that 2K18 is going to feature new set details, including a creation suite, my career, and a new road to glory mode. And if I'm not Ooh. mistaken, they're going to include the ability to now have eight man. If I'm getting the details right here, they're going to have a new creation suite, my player, my career, Road to Glory mode, new graphics engine, a new commentary team that includes Michael Cole, Byron Saxton, oh Jesus, 
And Corey Graves. Okay, that's good. Corey Graves. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Great. And I hear the rumor, I've heard the rumor that they are going to include an eight-man tag mode. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's going to be an eight-man tag, eight-man battle royal. Well, the limit now has gone up from six to eight. So for those gamers, I've always been asking for it since I believe the last game to have it was SmackDown 2. All the way for the uh, PS1. SmackDown, uh, just bring it. That was the last one for eight? Wow. Yep. See, yeah. senor. But it's about time. See, si, senor. Another little bit of indie wrestling, and a little bit of the, a little bit of indie wrestling update. Going to keep this brief because we're all a little tired. But I will quickly, quickly do a quick little review since I was the only one here to attend it. Mike was partying it up in Atlantic City, and Ray had some business to take care of. I was the only one who attended HOG's final show at the Elks Lodge. Never trust a snake. Headlined by a guest appearance by WWE Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, to go through the show at detail would take way too long, so I'll go through the key highlights right away. Jake the Snake gave an amazing speech, absolutely crushed it. His, his speech blew NWOs and Booker T's out of the water. Jake the Snake clearly gave a shit. He was funny. He was insightful. Loved it. There was a battle. There was a battle royal between a lot of, basically there were six main roster people, including all of House of Gangone. And oh, by the way, I'll get to my latest encounter with Thomas Oden in a minute. Don't you worry. But, uh, yeah, the Battle Royal was pretty good. The winner, it came down to Evander James and Leroy Green. Uh, Brian XL comes out, distracts Evander James. Leroy Green tosses him out. Leroy Green now has the uh, HOG in the bank contract to cash in whenever he wants. And then we had, uh, of course, I'll just go through all the key highlights, but um, we have brand new tag team champions in the New York Wrecking Crew. As you know, UIFB had about damn time. EYFBO had to give up their titles, unfortunately. So now we have we had a triple threat match between Larger Than Life, TJ Marconi and Brian Burgundy, uh, Super Savages, Monte and Caveman, and the team of the New York Wrecking Crew, Smooth Blackman and Chris Seaton, uh, managed by Matthew Ryan Shapiro, uh, Esquire, who um, has managed them to success finally because they are now finally the HOG Tag Team Champions. That was an amazing win. Congrats to those guys. And please, please don't murder us. That's... Please don't murder us. That is, uh, ooh, those guys scare us. And also, uh, one of the big updates, Smiley had his open challenge. Smiley came out looking like a fucking freak. He looked like he was ready to murder people. He had these stitches over his mouth. He was, like, ready to look like he's spitting mist everywhere, which I hope he does very soon. We'll get him over here so he can mist Mike. And other than that, uh, one of the bigger updates is, uh, of course, the main event between, uh, Anthony Gangone and Leo Rush, where, shockingly, Anthony Gangone defeated Leo Rush to become HOG's Was first it really? Was it really shocking? Yes. I'm going to clap because I'm glad Anthony Gangone has won both titles. But that is the... I, I, it adds some the, legitimacy to the group now. And he's legitimately the first person to hold two titles in Hog, correct? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. People have held multiple belts before, but they were from different. Yeah, but yeah, but not at the same time. Promotions. They were from different promotions. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's worth talking about was the aftermath. There, because Brian XL got attacked by Evander James. This was the craziest thing I've ever seen. The way they brought us back from intermission was the most abrupt, crazy thing. This the New York Wrecking Crew, the Trust, jumps him backstage and throws him through the curtain. He just blasts through it. 
when I looked off to my left and I saw a beatdown happening, I was like, wait, is this legit? No, okay, this is part of the show. And I literally had to scream to everybody, holy shit, I guess intermission's over. They, Evander James takes out a belt and starts whipping Brian XL's back like Jesus. And then he puts a thorny crown on his head like Jesus. And then I turned to, uh, I turned to Nova and I turned to Mikey Mittens and I said, are they going like full ECW Sandman like 1997 on us? Are they going to do like the crucifixion? And I was like, thank God they didn't. But I was kind of like, oh, missed opportunity. They should have done that. That would have been awesome. Jesus does, didn't really approve of this. Jesus did not approve. <laughs> oh. uh, too far? Too far no not at all in fact this is the most this is the and then evander james cut an amazing promo evander james has gotten so good at being a heel god damn you want to know if this if you, it's a bit it's a actually a good thing that they didn't take it too far because if they brought out a cross oh jesus oh for the love of god i don't think the new york literally the, for the love of god i don't think the, the new york wrestling no. Athletic Commission no. would have been yeah. okay with that, so and thank God they didn't. But sort of a missed opportunity. Oh, if only they were running, if only they were running in Jersey. That would have been, ooh, that would have been something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, overall the show. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I missed, but again, we're kind of on the clock here. But overall, Hog Never Trust a Snake was really solid. But yeah, it definitely showed why Hog has gotten way too big. For the Elks Lodge, quite literally, they have gotten too big. The amount of people that were packed into that fucking location, it was it was impossible to breathe. I was sweating so much packed into those seats. It was insane. So thank goodness they'll be running exclusively the, the NYC Arena and like uh, the Elm Corps Center from now on. Because I'm just like, God damn. That was utterly insane. You, you, yeah, too many, too many. We were all packed in like sardines, and it was just like, thank God they're moving. But uh, as far as one final show for the Elks Lodge, you couldn't have gone out on a better one, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. So HOG, never trust a snake. Two thumbs up. Can't wait to see the highlights. Good stuff. Also, Ken Broadway and Joe Gacy had a really good match, and I got the Joe Gacy interview, which you guys will be hearing very soon. So that was my quick review. If HOG never trusted Snake, out of 10, I'd probably give it an 8.5. And uh, that's about it. Nice. Nice. Again, sorry we couldn't be there, Ben. Well, it sounds like it was a great show. And now let's start. Let's get now that we've covered all the indie stuff. Let's talk about a little bit of Raw and a little bit of SmackDown this week. Again, we have to talk about Raw. Raw. It was there. It was there. The one thing. The one, the one thing we should talk about from Raw, just because of how relevant it is for this Sunday. Let's just talk, talk about, about Brock. That? Nope. <laughs> Let's talk about Joe and Brock. Let's talk about okay. that. Even the most cynical people who are not into WWE anymore admit that they're excited for this match. And I'm one of them because I am so excited for Brock and Joe. How about you guys? Me too. Uh, I, I... Me personally, it's a dream match that I actually wanted like ten years ago, but at least now we're getting it. We're get we're getting an opportunity to see it. Yep, it's gonna be a legit beast and Brock. Joe is finally legitimate, being outside of TNA. This is gonna be a monster fight. It's gonna be MMA style. It's gonna be everything. Perfect main event for Sunday for a pay per view that. But- God, why does it have to be at a pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire? 
Well, we'll get we'll get into the name, but there's actually one thing that I was just thinking about is this is Brock Lesnar again. This is Brock Lesnar we're dealing with, correct? Yep. And he has and he has a reputation of say not exactly going 100% with ideas. So remember his whole bullshit with Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 32. Oh, that match was such good. Yeah, I, I have this bad feeling, I and I hope, I hope and I pray that it doesn't happen on Sunday where Joe pitches idea after idea. Brock's like, no, fuck that. Please. Please. I want to, I just want to brawl. I want a good match. That is all I want. I don't see Brock saying no to Joe because if he agreed to the idea of Okay, he can choke me out on live television. That's what I'm thinking. So I don't think he's going to disagree with any other idea. Okay. Basically, they they waved a check that had too many fucking zeros. And Brock's like, fuck it. Choke me out, fuck me. I don't care what, what he wants to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> choke me, fuck well, me. Great, fall, great Ball of the Fire is going to have an interesting main event. Wow. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that was really the only segment worth it on Raw this week. It was basically Joe leaves the split-screen interview and just tells Brock, I want a piece of you. Come on. And, like, he looks like he is out for blood. I wouldn't be surprised if just the minute Brock hits the ring, they start slugging it out this Sunday. I am. I want this match in my life now because I just want to know whether or not it's going to be good or bad or not. So if this match is good, what do you guys think? Possible match of the year contender if it's good? Mm, I'll say, uh, I'll say most violent match so far of the year, honestly, because I think there's like other matches like, I don't know, we're still in the middle of 2017, and I think it, it could be good. With that match of the year is going to be Nakamura AJ at SummerSlam. Oh, we'll 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 see, right? We'll see. I'm sorry. I'm just but um, do you want to do Great Balls of Fire predictions now? We'll just do those in a minute. We're going to do just – we're just going to go through the two major highlights of SmackDown really quick, and then we will do Great Balls of Fire predictions, which, just to make it clear, this time at the Legends Bar, it is going to be a one-on-one predictions contest for the GAWP Heavyweight Predictions Championship. What? It is going to be Ray Defender? defending no. his championship against his own partner, Matt the Daddy Koffler Matt is out on business tonight, unfortunately, but he will be sending us his predictions later on this week and later on this week, and we will post those up alongside Ray's on the Facebook page and the Twitter for you guys so you guys can play scorekeeper at home. But as for right now, let's just go through the two major highlights of SmackDown. Number one, John Cena is back, and Rusev is back within the same segment. My boy, Ruru. Were you... Were you, were you, were you so as far as like the, the two main questions I want to ask you two were, did you act when John Cena actually said, did you miss me? Did you miss him? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've been, I've been bored to tears ever since. <laughs> WrestleMania. I'm watching Raw, I'm watching Smash, I'm like, I want something. I don't even care if you fucking, uh, fucking Ahmed Johnson or fucking Doink the Clown show up. I want something. <laughs> I want something. Zena brings something to WWE that's like, no matter how much you can bow him, it's like you want Zena on your television. I gotta ask this. Side he brings note. intensity. He brings I've, uh, charisma. I've been recently educating myself to like the eras of wrestling gone by, and I've been educating myself a lot on the Attitude Era. 
And I've discovered that, weirdly enough, Ahmed Johnson has this weird kind of following. Like, people genuinely liked him and wanted him to succeed. It was weird. I already mentioned his name for a joke. I didn't think this was serious. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Gosh. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah. But basically, but basically, John Cena came back, and his whole promo was, Happy birthday, America. America. Nothing about Nikki Bella, nothing about going for the WWE title, more of... And nothing about him being a free agent. Nothing they, about thank that. Thank you. Thank you. They advertised him as a free agent, and John Cena didn't even fucking clarify what that what even does that means. Mean, is he a SmackDown yeah. guy? Is he a Raw guy? And then the segment got a little weirder when Rusev came back out, and now we have a Rusev versus John Cena flag match at Battleground. So I assume John Cena is a SmackDown superstar for a month. Oh my God! So at least yeah. a month. <laughs> at least a month, I guess. They they they're trying to use this as some excuse to do something with him on Raw, but I for the life of me, I do not know what it is. God. I, I keep hearing this rumor that this whole free agent bullshit is going to be him winning the WWE title, then unifying it with the Universal title, and Baron Corbin cashes in and wins that. That is a whole lot of build-up for not a lot of when you, when, you th- when you think about it, it's like, wait, and how long do you plan on doing this for? And it's like, different reports, like, oh, to Survivor Series, or so, even SummerSlam. It's like, how in the fuck are you going to do that? That is Vince so... McMahon. Go get it done. And the other bit of news coming out of SmackDown is, of course, a well. The biggest news coming out of AJ uh, coming out of uh, uh, SmackDown Live is that Tyler Breeze looks really good in a dress. No. Oh, the big news is AJ Styles won the Independence Day Battle Royal, and now he will be facing Kevin Owens at Battleground for the United States Championship. I'm really looking forward to that because those guys put on pure magic every time they wrestle. Yep. Exactly. Although you, you're begging, you're hoping for the day that Kevin Owens loses that belt because so, you hate the new Face of America gimmick. Oh, my God. And, and, and you made it worse when you showed me that new T-shirt that they made for him. Oh. I love that T-shirt. It looks oh. Isn't it funny, though, our two U.S. champions are both Canadian? That is weird. Uh, out of the two Canadian champions, who do you like more, Kenny Omega or Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens. Kenny Omega. I only just now realized they're both United States champions. How weird is that? Oh, Ben, let me, if, if I was in front of you, I'd smack you. Okay, whatever. I'd smack you because you're so cute. But Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, this show But overall, weird. now that we've talked about both shows, who, who basically won the week? Because it was definitely Smack, Smackdown. Smackdown. No, Smackdown. you know who won the week? We did with our live stream. Yes, we did. Yes. But for those who don't know, it's now available on YouTube, General Admission Wrestling Podcast on YouTube for you guys to watch. But you can watch the entire uh, in, in Independence Day GAWP live stream that we did from like 8.30 to 10 o'clock uh, on our Facebook page. That's why you need to subscribe to our Facebook page. Because when and, we do stuff and, like and, this. And I'm going to uh, pull a grim here and... and Tap that little bell and join the notification squad so you know when a new video is being uploaded. Definitely. Hit that little yeah, subscribe watch button. Watch the craziness you tap that we that had last bell. night. It was insane. That was one of my favorite things that we've ever done. That live stream it was so much fun. Thank you two so much for coming over. And, Ray, thank you for the barbecue. No problem. No problem. 
and thank you for the uh, thank you for the uh, thank you for the Alki Hall. <laughs> thank you very much. Sir. Even, though other, even though that other drink you made looked like smooth, it looked like it would turn me into. Good. Not joking, guys at home. Ray is actually a really good mixologist. He's actually going after your, going after your bartender's license, if I'm if I'm correct. Oh yes, I am. And you, you in the past, you made us like this orange drink for your for for your birthday party. But you made us this drink last night that was supposed to be like this layer. Wasn't my birthday. That was a money in the bank get together, bro. That was for no. That was for you for the money in the bank get together, and then for Mike's birthday, you made us like an orange drink, which was pretty delicious. Yep. But this time you were gonna make us like some red, white, and blue concoction for Independence Day. But the way you mixed it, it came out looking like smooths, and it looked yeah. like if I drank it, I would grow a third eye, my arm would fall off, and I would start vomiting blood. Yep. So yeah, I'm not drinking that. Up. Yeah, if you haven't watched the GWP Independence Day live stream, definitely give that a watch. Mike, you, you, Mike has some of the funniest one-liners on that one. I was watching that over again today. You, Mike, you were kind of on fire with the with the one-liners that night. Hey, fill me up with Corona extras, and that's what you get. <laughs> Mike yeah. was just scared of Smiley though last night. Shut up! I'm still looking over my shoulder. Mike, there he is. He is behind you though, Mike. Mike, I'm gonna get you. What in the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what in the fuck yeah. was that? We are on absolute perfect timing. That we was are actually really good timing. Speaking of fire, I think it's finally time to get into the nitty gritty of this Sunday's pay per view event. Guys, I think it's finally time to give our predictions for the much maligned, much anticipated WWE. Great balls of fire. And what's the theme song for this pay-per-view? No. Oh, God. What is it? What is it again? Exactly. I don't think we can... No, don't play it. Don't play it, DJ. Don't play it. Don't think we can afford the rights to that one. Not that. Not that one. That's funny, but not that. Tell you what, well, the DJ... As we're talking, hopefully the DJ can find the song. Though what we should do before the pick, shouldn't we answer deleted Tyler's suggestion? Okay, well, before we get into predictions, because I know we'll forget this if we get too tired, let's just quickly do one or two while our DJ finds the music. Let's just get, let's just do a few. Because I'm ready to go. No, no, enough with that song. You know what time it is. No, it's not. You only got one life. Man. Man. What? Go. All right, here we go. We have, we have some questions here from... DJ, no. We have some questions here from Deleted Tyler on Twitter. And here we go. Here's a good one. Oh, can ask it. Please stop. Whatever. <laughs> we have a question here from Deleted Tyler. And it is the... He asks, if the WWE still had Cody Rhodes, if booked correctly... Do you think he would be WWE or Universal Champion? Uh, no. Even if with proper booking. Really? No. Even if they booked him correctly, they. do I think he would be a convincing WWE or Universal Champion? No. They would do the same shit they did to Dolph Ziggler. They'd be like, we're going to give him the belt, but we're not going to push him. 
That was the ultimate eye-opener to me, where Vince McMahon openly said, yeah, we're giving him the belt, but we're not pushing him. He specifically said, we're not pushing him. And I'm just like, oh. So it was just like, the belt is completely arbitrary. It doesn't matter. Mm. But the thing is, would you want to see him hold the belt at least once? Oh, absolutely. I would love to see everybody get a chance with that fucking belt, at least once, the people I like. So even Mojo Rawley? No. I said the people I like. Yeah, you like Mojo. Uh, Mojo. No, no Mojo. <laughs> yes, Mojo. Uh, okay, I'll answer the question because no more Mojo. Well, I think. Well, which title would you give him? The Universal or the WWE Championship? That's the thing. I have to agree with Ben and I say no. I don't think Cody at the moment, even with Cody's. If they would have booked him correctly by this time, WWE would have still done what they wanted, do the Ziggler push. But at the end of the day, Cody needed this time on the Indies. I feel now with him growing on the Indies and getting this experience, now probably going back to WWE, he can do something and he would be a legitimate champion even taking the Universal title. I feel with SmackDown, it's kind of like clustered SmackDown while Raw there's only like four to five guys that are actually vying for the title. What do you That's think, actually- Mike? Uh, yeah, you're right. If you if you were to place Cody Rhodes on Raw or SmackDown right now, he would kind of get lost in the shuffle, to be honest. Because okay, so you put him on SmackDown. Who does he have to compete against? Well, who's he? Like, who are the three people or four that are above him? Orton, Nakamura, Styles, Cena. And you go over to Raw, it's basically the whole fucking main event. <laughs> Seth Rollins, Roman, Dean, the Hardys. Basically, Cody will be lost that quick. But would I like to see him come back to WWE with this current run? Yeah. And I would give him, fuck it, the WWE title. That's, that's, that's what I to see if they build it up as he he did it for his father. I did it for Dusty. I did it for the people. I'll shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. <laughs> and so the next viewer question, and this ties in beautifully with our with our great balls of fire predictions. We have a question here. We have it's actually a proposition. From Deleted Tyler, who asks, who pretty much put it out here, he wants to know. Let's see if I can just get this up here. He says. And DJ, you could play along too. He definitely can. Oh, wait, my mistake. This is on the Facebook. This is. Oh my God, that song, man. I'm sick of that song already. Don't like that song anymore. I got sick of it during WrestleMania season. I'm sick of it now. So next, let me see if I can just find the question if our Facebook page would stop being a jerk. Just let me through. The question he asked was, if you, here we go. The question deleted Tyler asked on our Facebook is, if you could. A little early on that one, buddy. A little early on that one. We're still going through this. No, he it asked, does make sense because it's basically, in layman's terms, how WWE made a pay-per-view all based on this one song what song would we choose to make a pay-per-view based on and what would be our main event if i I right then yes that is true he asks if we 
picked another song for them to base a pay-per-view off of, which one would we which one would we do and which would what would we have main event it? So Mike, I'm gonna start with you. What song would you base a pay-per-view off of and what would you have main event it? I'm a Barbie girl, Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice, that makes sense. And Ray, what about you? God. Uh, I'll go with the Backstreet Boys is I want it that way. And for Vince, he's going to do Roman versus Xena. Oh, that's actually, that makes a lot of sense. Me, personally, I am going to go, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go with Shake, Rattle, and Roll, another 50s song. And I'm going to bring back Deuce and Domino. I'm going to have them face the fashion police. Wait, you're going to call a pay-per-view Shake, Rattle, and Roll? And not bring out the honky-tonk man. <laughs> he's like, an alcoholic. No. He's an alcoholic. He's a fat alcoholic. So those are our picks for um, picks for songs. Okay, time for the predictions. <clears throat> DJ, cue the music. Goodness gracious, great balls of great fire predictions. Let's do this. All right, great balls of fire predictions. So, overall, despite these Why is this pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire? Oh, my God. When this was first announced, you thought this was a joke, right? I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a live event. Yep. I think it was supposed to be that, but they changed it just because Brock was signed for this date. Yeah. Fuck you, Brock. I won't, I won't yeah. say that to him in person. All right, so let's go Ugh. through the card. And despite that, this is actually a really good card for it's a show. It's, it's, it's actually stacked. It's a stacked for, for, show. So for let's... a pay-per-view that has a shitty name, they put all their stars on this show. So let's start from the bottom with the kickoff. It is going to be a cruiserweight championship match. It's going to be the king of the cruiserweights, Neville, defending against the newest member of the Titus brand, Akira Tazawa. Me, personally, I am going to go with Akira, since I don't have anything to lose on this one, since I'm not competing for the championship this time, I am going to go with Akira Tazawa. Mike, what about you? I will go with the king of the cruiserweights. Keep the, keep this reign going. He's doing good things for that belt. And Ray, what about you? Akira I'll Tazawa Neville. or Neville? Going with two, two for Neville, one for Tazawa. I'm sure... Despite that, the quality of the cruiserweight division, I'm sure that match is going to be pretty damn good because that match Neville had with Austin Aries at Extreme Rules was awesome. Next up, it is going to be a 30-minute Iron Man match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. It's going to be Cesaro and Sheamus, the champions defending against the not-yet-broken Hardys, Matt and Jeff. Uh, I am going to go with Sheamus and Cesaro simply because I think they are going to break the Hardys soon. And they don't need the tag team titles for that. Mike, would you agree with me or are you going in a different direction? I'm going to go with the Hardys. Hardys to win the belt back and hopefully feud with a new team. Let's say the Revival. All right. And give, Ray. Give, give them a chance because they just came back from injury. That would actually be a pretty cool match. I agree with you. And Ray, what about you, uh, Shazaro or the Hardy Boys? I say Hardy's just because how SummerSlam is coming. They're going to want to build Hardy's in a better way, getting close to the biggest party of the summer. All right. And that's actually a very good choice. And next up, it is going to be 
The Miz defending his Intercontinental Championship against Mike's favorite, bestest, favoritest wrestler in the whole world, Dean Ambrose. Mike, I'm going to let you take this one first. Miz Don't even even get me started on this feud. Don't even get me started. Ben, what was the first thing they did after the payback pay-per-view? What was the first thing they did after the Extreme Rules, after the Miz won the belt? What was the whole feud based around? With Dean Ambrose not defending it. No. A Re- fucking bear. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is what this feud is basically predicated upon. A bear. Miz. Ray, what about you? Miz, for now, for SummerSlam, he better lose to somebody fucking good. I don't even know anymore. This match has happened so many times. I'm just going to go with no, the Miz. And, I don't think they're going to take the title away from him so early. And, and, I'm no, also, and, and there's no step on this match. It's just a normal straight one-on-one. For the title, it, yeah. yeah it, there's, right. no, there's no uh, bullshit uh, stipulation on this one. It is a straight one-two-three pinfall, fault to a finish match. And Bo and Curtis are at Miz's uh, corner, right? Yeah, uh, Maurice, Bo Dallas, and Kurt Axel. I'm really happy they haven't gotten rid of Maurice yet. I'm still ha- I'm happy she's part of the Miz Tourage. No. Maurice needs to stay. If Maurice is gone, Miz is dead. Basically. And so I am also going to go with the Miz, a straight flush all across the board. And next up, ooh, they started, they ended Raw with this feud. They kicked off Raw with this feud. This this feud has been going strong. It's going to be Enzo Amore versus the still merchandiseless and theme songless big cast. Let's hope they fix that this weekend. <coughs> Squash match. And so, yeah. Um, now, I think now, all of us can agree on Cass winning this match. Uh, so, wait, on. Uh, actually, I'm going to go guys, with Enzo. You, 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 you guys say Enzo, you, go, you, you think in WWE he's going to pull the fucking bullshit where Enzo gets a bullshit win. You know what right? I'm thinking? Here's my logic he gets the win and they do absolutely nothing with it. Like, it's going to be. I'm thinking like WWE. I would have him win even though it would make more sense to be a big cast, but I'm thinking like stupid Vince McMahon, and I'm thinking, think of the most logical answer, then do the opposite of it. So I'm going with Denzo. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be on the safe side. I'm going to just say big cast. You're going to build them up as your one of your big heels or for the mid-card. You need to destroy Enzo Amore. Right? Yeah. Big cast. Big cast as well, so I have Enzo, they have big cast. For a second, I thought you said big ass. <laughs> big okay. ass. And next up is going to be Seth Rollins, Dear God, Please Turn Heel, versus Bray Wyatt, Dear God, Please Go Away. <laughs> this match actually exists. Yeah, for some reason, this feud the, is the still The King Slayer, who had his WrestleMania moment, versus the Eater of Pins, and the Bray Eater w- of JoJo's Ass. I wonder who's winning this one. One, two, three. Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, ding, straight flush. He's a cover star. They're not going to make him lose. Seth Rollins is the cover star. It's the cover star for the new video game. Bray Wyatt was recently in the news for controversy on cheating on his wife. He loses every fucking feud he's ever in. It's actually Next. It's, it's embarrassing. Next up, okay, this shows some promise. It's going to be the defending... WWE Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Me personally, I am going to go with Alexa Bliss. Mike, who have you got and why? Uh, 
I'm going to say Alexa wins, but I see something where Nia Jax comes out and just ruins the whole match. Mm. So basically, Alexa walks out with the belt. Via bullshit. Right. Okay, so he picks Alexa Bliss via bullshit. And Ray, who do you pick? And are there any caveats on that? <laughs> via <I'll say> bullshit. <laughs> Alexa Bliss via, D- via DQ. All right, so both of you via bullshit. I'm the only one who sees her winning clean. Next up. The, the only reason why I'm saying bullshit is because you can't just have Sasha win the way she did a few weeks ago and then just lose clean. You need to build up these baby faces on Raw because who else are you going to put in the fucking title picture? Dana Brooke? Ugh. Can I get my knife now? <laughs> Can I to get the rope? Get, get the poison? Just end it all right there. So we all pick Alexa Bliss by straight pin or by bullshit. So that does it for that. Next up, ambulance match. It's Roman Reigns and roses are red, violets are blue. You seem to have forgotten. I'm not finished with you. Brawny the Strowman, Braun Strowman in an ambulance match versus Roman Reigns. Mike, who have you got? Okay, I want to bring something up. Because Raw, they can't can't resist doing stupid bullshit stories. So Braun goes into Kurt Angle's office and tells him, Roman isn't here. He isn't going to be at the pay-per-view Sunday, so I don't have to worry about him. Think about that for a second. It was Braun who wants the match. And yet he's wussing out of it. And he's the one who hurt Roman and potentially, which, by the way, was never going to fucking happen, but he thought he hurt him too bad. It's like, it's, wow. like the, it's, like the, it's, it's always the small stuff that annoys me. It's always like, didn't the make sense, stuff. but okay. The little, like the little indis, the little inconsistencies and disruptions. One week he looks, he looks scary and strong as hell. The next, he's weaseling out of fucking bullshit he got himself into. The character of Braun Strowman, thank God he's as good in the ring as he is, because his character is like rapidly inconsistent week to week. One week he's standing up to Roman Reigns, the next week he's like pussing away from the Undertaker. One week. He's kicking Sammy Zayn's he, ass. And then he's standing up to Brock. Yeah, it's like rapidly inconsistent week to week. But like, so yeah, uh, I'm going to go with just because, honestly, I'm I picked surprised. it. I picked Sorry, this once. You. I picked it a thousand times. I'm going to go with Roman because fuck you. That's why. I think Braun has Roman. won every, I think Braun has won every single match these two have had, right? Or no, no, no Fastlane. Roman, Roman won that won. one at, at Roadblock, I think. Roadblock. Or was it Fastlane? Fastlane. No, it's fast. Roman won one. Braun won everything else. What is it with them and car stuff? I don't know. Fast lane, roadblock, over the limit. Cock block is next. Roadcock, end of my dick. But um, I I say I say Roman, and then I'm surprised they didn't announce this as like a number one contenders match for the universal title. That would have made sense. Maybe it would have added a little more to this match. Maybe they'll do that last minute before, like, they send them out there. Like, Kurt Angle will say, add a little extra. The winner will go on to face the winner of Brock and Joe at SummerSlam. That'll be, like, the added little caveat on there to make it. I'm going to say Roman. Roman's going to SummerSlam. And Ray. Roman. Roman has to because if he's going to face Brock after this, there needs to be some, at least some legitimacy. He wins. And Braun then goes to fight the Beast. 
Very good. Mike, you had a thought you wanted to finish about him going to SummerSlam? Yeah, basically, Roman, if you want to sell at the Barclays Center for SummerSlam, you have Roman challenging for the title in the main event. Because the dude and, just well, dropped. Or at least, at least a semi-main, unless, they, if, unless they're going to do Roman and Cena at SummerSlam. Which would be preferable, in my opinion. I want to see that match. It'll be and interesting. It, it'll, be, it'll be very interesting to see how the crowd reacts. Indeed it will. I'm actually curious to see who who they're going to pick. The guy we've hated for 10 years or the guy we've been trained to hate. It's just like... Both you suck. Both, both you suck. You, <laughs> you guys suck or we hate both of you. We don't give a shit. They're just going to like... They're going to ECW 2006 the fuck out of them. And finally, we have reached the main event. It is Brock Lesnar, your WWE Universal Champion, defending... Against Samoa Joe. Good God, this is difficult. Because, yeah, Brock, it makes sense Brock would win to take it into SummerSlam. Plus, he's Brock Lesnar. He's printing money. But then again, they have made Joe look so good the past few weeks. So, I still need time to think. So, Ray, I'm going to start it off with you. Ray, Brock or Joe and your reason why? I'm glad WWE did this because this is one match that's not predictable. It's not as easy to read as other matches how much they've written this story. But how we do need to make these predictions, I'm defending the golf title. I'm just going to do the easy bet, bet on black, like stay in Vegas. I'll go with Brock because just to go to the story with Brock and, and Roman at SummerSlam. Good justification, Mike. What about you? The the Beast or the Destroyer? You know what? But the way they build them up, I'm going to go with an upset. I'm going to say Samojo wins the title. Oh, boy. And, 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 and the way he wins it is with the choke. <laughs> He's going to choke in the middle of the <laughs> We'll certainly have Listen, to see DJ, your... Listen, you're laughing now, but if you watch the pay-per-view Sunday and that does happen... You owe me a lot of money. We'll announce where we're going to be watching the pay-per-view in just a minute after I give my choice. But my choice, this is ungodly tough. But put a gun to my head. I'm going to say Brock just because of the storytelling potential going forward. But regardless of what happens, Samoa Joe comes out of this looking like a million bucks. This feud has made him look so good. I think we can all agree on that. He has not looked weak in this feud. Yeah, no one's going to look bad after this match. Both are... Going in strong. It's going to be a hard-fought match. We'll have to wait and see on Sunday. Indeed we will. But guys, we're not going to be watching this at one of our houses. We're going to be watching this at the Legends Bar in Manhattan, New York. We're going to be watching it at the Legends Bar during their one of their special pay-per-view party screenings with a very special guest. The show is going to be hosted by former WWE superstar, former NXT tag team champion, former member of the Vaude Villains, Simon Gotch, now known as Simon Grimm. We'll be hosting the event that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. So, yeah, come on down to the Legends Bar. Say hi to us. We'll definitely be doing, of course, we'll be doing one of our GAWP post-pay-per-view live show reactions. And come see who walks in with the belt. The Law, Ray Raimundo, or Matt the Daddy Coffler. That is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. So, you guys, overall, Mike, are you looking forward to Great Balls of Fire, despite the stupid name? I'm looking forward to get drunk. Good choice as always. And Ray, what about you? Despite the stupid name, are you looking forward to Great Balls? Fuck the revival. That sounded so wrong. 
You're looking great balls of fire. God. Good God. And at this point, I think we all need to go to sleep because we are utterly brain dead. And good Lord, this has been so incredibly weird. So don't forget, next week, God willing, we are going to have the king of New York, E.C. Negro, on the show to shoot the shit and talk about his time so far in the wrestling industry. Can't wait for that. We'll have a post up ready for you guys on the Facebook and the Twitters to post your questions. Speaking of the social media, you can follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And you can follow us on the Twitter at the GAWP Show. Once again, at the GAWP Show. Tweet us, send us memes. We always have a flood of content for you guys. We're sharing a lot more lately, and we're happy to be engaging with you guys. We'll always, you, if you want to ask us a question, any day of the week, we'll be happy to answer it. We love you guys so much. Don't forget, you can also enter the DJ Love You Longtime Art Competition. You can find the rules on the Facebook page in the archive. Don't forget, get it in by July 15th. The door is slowly closing, and you can win an appearance on the show with us once we come back from hiatus. You will also get your design added to the T Public Store for a short time, and you can get one free shirt from the T Public Store. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to do this in reverse. We're going to do T-shirts first, then we're going to do all the rest of the audio formats. Ray, where can they get your T-shirt as well as all the other T-shirts? At tpublic.com slash cop. Buy my shirt. You don't need theirs. Your free shirt is going to be mine. <laughs> and Mike, where can they find this episode as well as the other episodes? On iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podcasting. Absolutely. So, guys, we're going to leave you on that. We're looking forward to great balls. And once again, goodness gracious, great balls of fire coming up this Sunday from WWE. Watch it on the WWE Network. We're going to be at the Legends Bar. Come on down. Check it out. So, guys... Can't, can't think of a way to end the show better than that. We are utterly brain dead after a whole yep. hour and a half live stream and staying up late to give you guys an episode. But we wanted to give you guys an episode this week because we love you and we love giving you guys content. And I love shooting the shit with these two guys whom without I would be nothing. So thank you once again, Mike and Ray, for doing another episode with me this week. So once again, I am Avenging Ben. Hello, Milk Mike. Hello, Ray Ramunda. And Mike, tell him, don't forget, Join the mill. Hijo de fantasma. <laughs> you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. You broke my wheel. Not that horse again. I'm too tired to deal with a fucking horse. See you guys next I swear to God, we've got to handle this horse situation before we go on fire.